Hello and welcome to Podcast Sans End. My name is Matt and this is the show where I want to start a clothing line but don't know how. So I call people who do. Today on the phone we've got Elena and Gerald Flores, owners of So Benita and Taco Gear and hosts of their amazing podcast, So Taco. You may notice a sudden increase in audio quality this episode because they were kind enough to record their end on microphones. Uh, Their podcast's tagline is two side hustles and a microphone and that's exactly what's in store for you today uh, this has to be one of my favorite episodes so i'll stop talking and we'll jump right into it episode 18 let's do it elena gerald thank you so much for hopping on podcast stands in yeah thanks for having awesome. us awesome thank you for having us so I discovered y'all through So Taco, your podcast, uh, which is amazing. Highly recommend it. Link in bio, etc. Um, <laughs> but this is a unique podcast because I'm not I'm talking not talking to one person. I'm talking to two people with two brands. And before we get into those brands, I'm curious kind of about uh, how you each got to running a brand. Can you give me some background? I guess uh, your, your podcast, the tagline is uh, two side hustles and a microphone. Ha. <laughs> yeah, Who are it. you two and what are you up to? Okay, so um, I'll go first. My name is Gerald Flores and my brand is Taco Gear. And um, just right now, briefly, I guess like the quick explanation for it is uh, I've been a graphic designer for like 15 years. Um, I was looking for a shirt that I wanted to wear and I couldn't find what I wanted. So I just launched my own brand. That's the short part of it. <laughs> nice. So S E double U. Like, okay. My name is Elena Flores and I am the founder and owner of uh, So Bonita. So it, it all started when uh, Gerald bought me a sewing machine and I didn't know how to do anything with it, like thread it <laughs> or even work it. And so I just kind of went to a class here in Corpus and I learned how to sew basic stuff. And then I just started making things in bulk for people for fun. And, and Mm. that's how it, the business or the sewing side of it started. And then I wanted some t-shirts because I'm a, I was born and raised on the border of Texas, Texas. And, um, I just, I, I knew that I wanted to tap into the Mexican-American culture using mm. a t-shirt brand. And, of course, being married to a graphic designer made it a lot easier to do that. And sure. so I launched one t-shirt and it just blew up. And so I was able to merge both sewing accessories and small things mm. for ladies and merge a t-shirt line that is... Predominantly for women, uh, Latinas in in general. That's how yeah. So Bonita started. That's awesome. So, what do what do y'all do full time? Like two side hustles and a microphone. What do you do in the other? <laughs> you know, forty fifty hours a week. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm um, I'm a creative director at a digital agency um, here. So. All day I'm working on um, website designs, like UI designs, branding, uh, a little bit mm. of video production. So I'm in the creative world throughout the day. So for yeah. me, it's it's kind of like 
it, it it's easy, not easy, but it's not like I'm doing roofing work and then I, right. I, I, I have to come and be creative. Like I'm creative throughout the day. Um, so that's, that's what I do during the day. And I'm, I've been loving that for a long time. I've been yeah. in the social services field for a long time. I got my uh, bachelor's and my master's here at the local university and I work full time as a case manager for adults with mental disabilities. So I do that pretty much from eight to five. I'm behind a computer doing paperwork for the state and all that jazz. It's really not a lot of fun. So I don't get to be creative like Gerald is at work. So sometimes I feel like having a full-time job, especially some something that's complete opposite of, of what I do is my side hustle. It can be mentally and physically draining um, mm. because I'd rather be sewing or creating something. So it's hard for me to kind of like tap into that creative mindset when I've been at work from eight to five. Although today right. I got home a little early and I just started sewing be- before we started recording this. So- Yes. That's what I do. <laughs> That's glorious. I, I've, I've like tried, been trying to get to work earlier and uh, earlier so I could get off earlier and earlier. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, this morning I woke up early, like at 5.30 maybe. Yeah. Because we were supposed to go walking, side note, but we didn't. Um, <laughs> but I was up and so I decided just to start sewing because I, I had an, an hour to kill and I think for most of us that do side hustles, like time is precious. And if you have mm. an hour to take care of something, then do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, little pockets of time are yeah. like gold. Yeah, and it, it's funny because like when I, I got home about five, I got home about 30 minutes before we started this with you. And uh, she was like, how was your day? And I was like, I'll talk to you in a minute. I got to go get the room set up. <laughs> So I still don't know how his day was. <laughs> but you set up really well, it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Better than mine, for sure. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, I'm definitely attaching the explanation of how you set up the podcast after the outro. <laughs> just a little extra blurb there, because that, that needs some, that's, that's respect right there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. It worked. I okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's impressive. It's impressive. <laughs> Well, and then he put the, what is this called? The sound blanket? Yeah, we're being as open as candid as possible. I bought those uh, those moving blankets because they're like soundproofing blankets too. Or yeah. like a way to treat the room. And I, I put it on our desk where like we're literally sitting on. Um, <laughs> so it looks like a bed and our dog keeps wanting to jump on it. <laughs> <laughs> she succeeded. Man. She succeeded last night. Yeah. <laughs> It's super, I'm like super fortunate. I don't know what I do without the studio. I've like recorded in my apartment a few times, like a shotgun microphone. And yeah. it's, it's, I always like preface the intro, like, yeah, this podcast, it doesn't sound as great. Cause I was in my apartment. Uh, but no props, props <laughs> for that crazy setup. <laughs> and you know, I want to, I want to say something. Um, I've actually, I've listened to like six of your episodes. Um, before before jumping on this one, and you've you've actually had the opportunity to interview some really cool people um, that were doing I all have. different kinds of things. So you, whoever the hell is listening to this now, like you need to go listen to the other ones because there's all kinds of advice. I really appreciate that. Every week, I'm just like every week that I get to talk to people, I am humbled by. And then I, I always love to follow the brands. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I follow them all on Instagram and keep up with them. And then you know, I'm rooting 
for the people I talk to. I'm rooting for you guys because, uh, you know, when you guys win, we all win. And it's really cool exactly. to see uh, people succeed, whether they're, you know, I've talked to people who are a year in, people who are like been doing this for five years and, pl- and it's, it's really cool. I really appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. So I'm curious, it sounds like, Gerald, you kind of had, um, at least in the design portion of it, a head start, whereas Elena, you were just like, okay, here's a sewing machine. What do I do now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you think, how did you go from, you know, whether it's, how did you go from design to t-shirts? Did you, was it a website that you just kind of, you know, this is my first step. This is how I'm going to get into it and make a design, put it on a t-shirt order it, see what it's like. Like, how did that process go? So, um, the way it happened was most of my, before websites, I did, I did a lot of logo designs, um, flyers, you know, the first thing you Mm. do when you start designing is like everyone wants you to do their birthday invitations. (laughs) Uh, So I was doing all those, but like the logos and everything I really, I really loved. And, um, I started doing like a lot more simplified logos. I was finding clients that were appreciating the simpler, um, designs, and um, that just made me start to like experiment with a lot of other design stuff. And, um, you know, you play with the shapes and I'm like, that's, that's cool. And that's kind of a cool shape. And then yeah, I was like, well, maybe I can make some shirts. And um, but I was like, God, there's so many brands out there. Like what 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 makes me any different? Um, and then mm-hmm. I just kind of gave up and I was like, eh, I'm not going to do anything. And then I um, I've been a taco lover like all my life. Uh, yes. like many people in Texas and throughout the United States, it seems, but, um, <laughs> right. I was looking for a shirt for me, like a taco shirt. And I couldn't find anything that wasn't, um, like the th- the only thing that existed at the time was like the, uh, let's talk about it. And then like the mm. taco cat one. And, um, I'm like, I would never wear those or nobody right. that I knew would even wear those. So I just made a simple taco. I just took the, I just took the word tacos, put it in like one of those tattoo fonts, threw it on a shirt, Mm. made it. And I didn't even have a shirt in hand. I just said, let me just put this on like an online store. I have a very small following, like a couple of hundred people on my Instagram Mm. because it was my um, freelance design Instagram. So I threw that taco shirt up there and um, I got a few orders and I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, and honestly, like from there we could, we could talk for hours, but it it just snowballed from there. That's amazing. I love how you said you had the idea, like I want to make a shirt, but then you're like, you know, it fizzled out because there was no, there was no, uh, substance. You didn't have a, an objective. Right. I actually like years ago was in my, the cedar closet in my parents' house where I used to live like a year ago. But a few years ago, I was like trying to record a podcast because I just started listening to them. I'm like, podcasts are so cool. I want to do one. And I had no idea. Like it fizzled out so fast because I was saying nothing into a microphone. Um, And then when I had this idea, it just like I was energized so quickly because I had that, you know, idea for a podcast. Like you had the idea for a shirt. But when you put taco to it or when you put, you know, the actual substance to it, it just takes off. Very cool. That that noise you heard was our uh, our dog shaking her collar. (laughs) Let me take that off. But I totally heard everything you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> now that's cool. Yeah. And um, so, and I guess just to kind of extend a little further on, on that, um, I, 
down here, I, we live in Corpus Christi, Texas, so it's the southern part of Texas, and uh, there's a huge gotcha. Latino culture here. Like, there isn't a lot of Texas. So the food and tacos here mean something completely different um, to mm. the northern part of the United States. So my yeah. brand and the extensions of it and the designs of it, as as playful as it may be, because it's like, it's, it's tacos, right? There's, there's right. so much more culture and story to that food, and that's what we play off of and that's who we um that's who our fans are and it's 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 great because like they start to understand a little bit more about the food but in the end too the coolest thing about these shirts is that um they're tacos and when someone sees another taco shirt they just smile and they kind of like right i mean food brings people together right so Mm. that's tacos yeah and it makes people want to eat more tacos which is not a bad thing at all (laughs) yeah all right. So I, you just said, you know, you could go on forever about since then, but I guess maybe in, in not forever terms, <laughs> you know, how has it been going since, you know, Elena, you learned to sew and you, you, you know, be, you began learning to sew and you put your first shirt up. Like how long have y'all been doing this? I guess. Um, I think I started a little late. I don't remember. 2014 is when I got my sewing machine. So, mm. and I think we launched So Bonita in 2016. Right? Yeah, I'm in my okay, so, I'm in my third year, and you're I'm in my third or fourth year. So, it blurs together. I don't and, even remember. You're about a year behind. Maybe, yeah. So it, it and it like it just I note I wanted a shirt for me. I mean, it's kind of the same thing that happened with Gerald. It's like I wanted a shirt for me because I couldn't find yeah. it anywhere, and the word on it is chingona, which means literally a badass, like a yes. female badass, <laughs> and so That's awesome. Can I cuss on this podcast? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. Um, and so I felt like women every. I, I think especially in this political climate that's happening now, I think women can identify with that word, and mm. are they're just breaking barriers. And so I just want to instill a lot of empowerment in women, and yeah. uh, that's the main focus of So Bonita. At the same time, I'm huge on supporting other local or supporting women business big time. I repost yeah. their products, even if I haven't bought them. I never ask for free things from them. I buy from them. If I like a product, I buy it. I share it on Instagram because I feel right. like when we when one grows, we all grow. And right. so that's a really, really big mission that I have behind my brand. It's just like this really big circle of women that are just supporting each other. And, um, mm. and it's evolved. It started slowly from something like something. sewing. I was sewing something so simple. Like I think it was a pillowcase and yeah. now it's like a cosmetic bag or a tote bag. And, and I'm actually going to hopefully launch a skirt line uh, pretty soon. Uh, way I'm cool hoping. yeah so i'm just learning how to sew because i i'm i'm very new to this and and i'm still very eager to learn but i also want to yeah. do t-shirt designs that um latinas can identify with especially with being either mexican-american or or central american and um just want to kind of give them a platform to to shine yeah that's awesome how would you, how is it going like right now? Like the day to day working, getting home. How is, how is 
you know, how's business, you know, whether it's in the political climate that we're in, uh, whether it's, I don't know, like uh, what's happening lately with uh, Sobanita and Taco Gear? I'll let her go first. Um, I think Sobanita is doing good. I mean, I, I'm really big on also supporting local events and local businesses. Um, mm. My mission or my, what my brand is very firm on this whole movement of immigration policy and just making sure that people of color, women of color have a voice. And mm. so I support that and I stand behind that now. Yeah. I think that's a little different from taco gear. Um, but for so bonita, that's like exactly where we stand and business is really good. I we're focused on, actually a taco fest that's happening happening in September that Gerald cool. and I have both just been extremely busy, busy with, cause we're helping with that. And I'm focused on a small business Saturday, which is happening in, in November. So I'm organizing a pop-up. Of nice. A, yeah. I had one last year and it was nothing but women, female vendors. And I'm doing it again this year, but this time in a bigger venue. So I'm hoping to have like 20 female entrepreneurs, uh, locally that are either artisans or crafters or makers. And um, so that's what m- my focus is on that. <clears throat> that's yeah. amazing. Um, so for me, it's, I mean, b- business, business is good. The cool thing about the way taco gear is kind of structured is that um, I'm able to release a lot of shirts. Like I'm able to release designs pretty often because in all honesty, yeah. um, not every design is like a winner, not, not everyone's going to want everything. And sometimes you'll release something. So it's like, eh, you get like a, not as many sales as you wanted. And then you'll release another one later and you're like, Oh, that one should do. Okay. And then it does really well. So <laughs> right. yeah, I'm like, God, if I could only read the minds of the people that buy <laughs> these things, that'd be great. Right. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, just like we say, it's a hustle. So the yeah. way that we're kind of managing this is, um, we have calendars that fill up quickly. Yeah, mm. pretty quick. And um, we schedule time with friends. We have to family. literally schedule. Yeah. Like, like think uh, on Monday, Elena scheduled a dinner date for the end of August with like some our of friends. our closest friends. Yeah, we're having we're having them over for dinner. It's like, uh, the 31st is great. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we just get home um, with this taco festival that we're planning. We've got, we've got a lot of meetings. We have meetings usually throughout the week with either other like collaborations we're working on or there's other things in the city that we're kind of like a part of. So our weeks mm. filled up pretty quick. So for us, like when I need to release a new design on a shirt or she needs me to work on a design for her, we, our days are numbered during the week where we have to only have like two or three hours. We've got to like really maximize that time or mm. the weekend. It's like, wake up, eat. Mm-hmm. And then like you work all day and mm, then you right. get on the couch for like, or go 30 to a movie, minutes come before back you go to bed yeah. and work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everything's planned out, man. And then we just, it, it's kind of like running, but, but the thing is, um, we're very comfortable in it and we're very, um, we're not stressed or frustrated or anything. It's very fun. So, yeah. Yeah. You, it is what it is. Like you can't change the situation necessarily. Like you're making the most of what you have, which is really right. cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love the perspective that y'all have. Um, that I've not, maybe not the last one, but the last few guests I've had, uh, were like people basically kids like my age, like 23 years old. Um, and 
yeah. you know, maybe they're going to graduate from school or maybe they're not going to school, but maybe they need to pick up a full-time job. And maybe, you know, a lot of the listeners need to pick up a full-time job <laughs> to stay alive, uh, but they still want to start this clothing brand. Uh, and I, I feel your perspective is, you know, a realistic one that a lot of people are, are come up against, you know, maybe they'll say, you know, I have a job. How can I start a clothing line? Like, right. mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. not possible, but it is, it's just, it takes sacrifice. And, uh, I, I love the, the hustle you guys bring to the table. Yeah. And, and well, thank you for that. We appreciate that. And one of the things that like we mentioned on one of our episodes on our podcast plug, um, <laughs> shameless, <laughs> Plug away. Shameless plug. Um, And and really quick to recap, like we didn't know what we were going to talk about on our podcast. So we decided, look, we're only going to talk about stuff that we've experienced um, because it's raw and real and people can hear like the stuff that we did or had to do or gone through. But um, Mm. one of the things that we talk about is like, man, man, if you want to do this, like if you really want to do this as a anybody, whoever's listening, you and you only have a certain amount of time to dedicate to it, then you have to mm. be content with that time. Mm-hmm. If you only have yeah. one hour in the morning and one hour in the evening to work on this like little project of yours, then that's all you have. But you really have to be okay with that. You can't go to bed and be pissed off that you didn't finish in that hour or something. Like, I mean, it's a, right. it's not a race, you know? Yeah. It's, so, and let, you know, let, to finish on that note, um, first of all, 23 is like super young <laughs> and, oh, yeah. um, I didn't, I'm, I'm 39 and I, I feel like this creative outlet that we were both doing came a little later in life. Um, yeah. so I'm super jealous of those 23 year olds who are starting that side hustle. Um, right. Um, so if you, if, if you're young and you're, and you're able to manage either a full-time job and a side hustle, or, or, or if your side hustle is, is your goal to, to be full-time, I admire you. I think you should completely do it. The, your youth is what you have in your favor and mm. experience will come along. Now, now yeah. on a side note, like I, I think Gerald and I have both been creative for a long time. I had a, a cupcake business prior to even doing this. So I've been creating cool. for a long time. I just didn't know what I wanted to do, if that makes any mm. sense. And I yeah. think Gerald at the same time has was doing this the graphic design at kind of a mediocre level, but not professional. And it wasn't until he started honing in on that skills that he knew that he could do this for a full-time job, which is what he does now. And so Mm. um, I think when you recognize something that you have, this innate ability to either create or or completely um, tweak to perfection, and you realize Mm. that when you're young, it's, you've got that, that on your side, big time. Yeah, for sure. One, uh, uh, thing that we have in common i also love gary vaynerchuk <laughs> so oh, yeah. that whole that <laughs> like i'm so young and i'm like okay i'm less rushed now oh, that, I admire that i've listened to yeah. his content <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um i don't know if you listened to one of the episodes where elena explains like how she shoved through a crowd to get a selfie with him yeah yes that's amazing yeah yeah so, i was like what do we have to lose let's go right <laughs> and, the worst that happens um, is yeah, he grabbed my no, phone. Right? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I, I feel like I do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it. 
Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag worth it. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to first off ask for advice in kind of a general sense. So side note slash plug, uh, seven episodes of season one is basically chock full of amazing advice on side hustles plus clothing from Sotaco. But, uh, you know, if, what if, you know, someone looks up to you two, uh, like you're running to get that selfie with Gary, you know, someone comes up to you and says, Hey, like, I love your brand. I love So Benita. I love taco gear. Like, what do I do? Like, how do I, how do I get there? Uh, what is like the first thing that comes to mind? Uh, I, I would be like, you know us? <laughs> no. Uh, um, man, that's a great question. Um, you know, honestly, like the first thing that would come to mind is just start. Like just start. Mm. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, I have a lot of friends that have wanted to start things and um, they're always talking about like, they're always talking about starting it, but there's always these objections or this has to be lined up or this has to be perfect. But in the end, right. like nothing ever is like mm-hmm. you, you can, you can tweak it forever. Um, but you just got to start. So yeah, I think, I think that's the best, the best thing I would say like for them is like, you just have to start and you have to be patient and mm. don't ever get discouraged. As long as like your intentions for what you're doing are, are true and you have like a message behind what it is that you want to do keep doing it just don't get discouraged but you have to start um i think there are a few things i can say on that one is i i and i mentioned this on one of our episodes of shameless plug so taco (laughs) um where i was talking with a a friend of mine in this is another thing When, when you start a side hustle you become friends with people all over the u.s like that's cool. Well, for me, I have. I don't know about you, Gerald, but for me, like, there's like, I, I have to. I can like email or message, like, hey, girl, like, what do you think about this? Or can we chat? Because I have a few questions, something like that. Mm. So I was talking with this girl in, in Houston. Her name is Yvonne. And I was just like, hey, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to take so Bonita. How do you think I can do this? And blah, blah, blah. And she gave me some great advice. But the one thing she said was, and I'll never forget this, and I do mention it in my in the podcast, is um, ideas are like ghosts. They they come to you, and they jump in your mind, and they tell you to either create or do or something. And mm. when you don't follow through on that idea, it goes to someone else. Yeah. So that's kind of I'm I'm going off on the words that Gerald said, like to just do it, just start. And so I think when you have an idea for either an app or uh, a t-shirt or a side hustle, like just do it, trust that Mm. idea, trust the gut instinct that you have and go and do that. The other one is when opportunity presents itself, one of the things that Gerald told, um, we were at an art function at the art museum here and one of our friends had the opportunity to go have lunch with some big wigs of, you know, some Ooh. like head committee p- peoples in the art community. And she didn't want to leave us at, at our table. And we told her, just go, go, go. And she said, no, I, I want to <laughs> leave you all. And, and we, and Gerald said, are, are you going to regret it? And like, you should have yeah. seen her face change. And she's like, oh. okay. Bye guys. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And then I found out later um, that she's been doing that 
ever since with like her decision making. And then I was I was like, I think I should do that too. Yeah. Because it's really a pretty easy yeah. thing to think about. Like if like when you're like, should I do this or should I not? Are you gonna regret it if you don't? Right. And then that tells and you it's to something do it. as simple as having lunch with these big art community leaders yeah. or collaborating with another business or if another business wants to feature you or if you want to launch this shirt or this product, like, are you going to regret it? And honestly, like it mm. could be as it applies to something as simple as going to introduce yourself to some, absolutely mm-hmm. that you meet. Yeah. 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 And I feel like, you know, sure. She didn't want to leave you guys at the table alone, but, she was probably also like a little afraid. And I feel like regret probably. really rubs up against fear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, most, whenever I am weighing the pros and cons, the cons are usually just like, I am really afraid to do this. Uh, yes. Right. But that yeah. question is so valuable because it makes you weigh, you're like, it makes you more seriously consider, I feel, than like the worst outcome. Like, how bad could it possibly be? I right. think it, like it's worth it. Because you don't want to regret it. Yeah. No, and usually, like you're saying, those cons, usually the cons are all ego-related. You know? Mm. Like, what if they yeah. say no? Or what if they don't have a second to meet me? Or what if they, like, so what? Then they don't. <laughs> but but yeah, if right. they do, that's awesome. Imagine what could happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Changes everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What? Maybe, last question. What? Have y'all learned since starting? And maybe, you know, obviously it's probably been a ton, you know, seven plus episodes of podcast worth uh, and hopefully a season two on Sotaco. But like, you know, what maybe perspective has changed since you started? Like, oh, I didn't know it was like this or uh, something that stuck out to you. Ooh, okay. God, there's a lot. I I might, I'm going to say this and I might steal it from Elena. She might be like, damn, I should have said that. Um, Ever since I started doing this and I started having my own my own brand, which is your own business, um, I've really, really pushed more to support other locals. So it and and it's as easy as like the local restaurants in in our mm-hmm. city. Like I would rather go give money to them than than chains or yeah. anything like that. So what it's done is um, it's given me a an even greater respect for anyone who's putting their ass out there and starting their own thing. I will, mm. I will fully support you. If, if I like what you're doing, I'll, I'll fully support you, but it's literally opened my eyes to everyone else's business. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think for me, God, it's a lot. I can't, I can't name just one. You thing. wanted that one, didn't you? No, I didn't want oh. that one. Cause I already do that one. Um, Oh, what was, what was the question again? What have I learned? Yeah, like we've learned a lot, but what's the one thing that you kind of remember? Okay, one is yeah. be nice. Like mm. customer service yeah. is because it gets it, you get it's pretty easy to get riled up or think that an email is coming to you one way and there's no meaning behind it and then so I have to check the emotions and yeah. be professional, right? That's one. Mm. Um the other is is finances like for sure is being able because you see a lot of money come in, but I like, and I'm sure in, in Ohio or in other States, you got to pay your, your state taxes back. And, 
and yeah. educating yourself on the back end of business, that's really, really crucial because I don't have any business education. My, my degrees are not in that. And so I had to learn all this Texas state law when it came to business. Mm. So that was, that was another thing is just kind of being open to the, to, to all the nitty gritty part of owning a business. Um, because it, it comes with it. You have to learn it. And so um, that's one thing. And I think the others also is don't be afraid of competition um, because there are, there are going to be other people that are doing things that are similar, but there's no one else like you. And I know that sounds really, really cliche, but like <laughs> there's no other person like So Bonita. Yeah. There's no other person like Elena. There's nobody other person like Gerald. And so people find your brand or our brands authentic because what you see is what you get and mm. our brands represent that. And so I want to make sure that, that the authenticity is there. And um, that's really, really key to what I stand for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has this, I uh, think, uh, you, Elena, you were told, uh, what was that thing you were told that there's enough what? Oh, there's enough sunshine for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's it's it's, it's hard. To, I mean, it's easy to get really like, oh my God, they're doing something like me or whatever. See, but that but all goes back to- That um, goes back to ego. It goes back to ego. Yeah. You know, that's probably a big thing too. Like you can't take things personal. Yeah. And you have to mm-hmm. check your ego. Otherwise, like you, you, you won't- You'll sleep better at night when you're not even <laughs> bothered by that. Yeah. Like for real. Totally. And like this past weekend, I had a, a fashion show and that a local designer asked me to be a part of. So all my That's t-shirts awesome. were on models and, and out of all the t-shirts I could, I could wear, I decided to wear another brand's t-shirt because wow. I liked the message that it had on the shirt. And it said a uh, daughter of an immigrant, which is true. And I thought this is a brilliant political statement to make in such a big venue. And mm. so um, I wore her, I wore their t-shirt instead of mine. And I had no issue with that. I was yeah. very proud of that. So I think people, um, when you're able to kind of just put that ego aside and just kind of embrace the growth of your business and the growth of others, you'll flourish. <laughs> That's all for episode 18 of Podcast Sands and Gerald, Elena. Thank you so much for hopping on the phone. It was so cool to go from listening to your podcast to having you on my own. Keep killing it. Uh, speaking of their podcast, So Taco, go find So Taco wherever you listen to podcasts or SoTaco.com. Give it a listen and subscribe. They've got such valuable content and such vibrant personalities. And there is a season two on the way. So I've heard. Uh, I will link all of that in the show notes at podcastsandzen.com. Also, go check out Sobanita and Taco Gear uh, at Sobanita on Instagram, Sobanita.com, at Taco Gear on Instagram, and TacoGear.com. Again, links to all of that in the show notes at podcastsandzen.com. If you enjoyed the show, give it a like, give it a favorite, hit that subscribe button, and keep up with the show at podcastsandzen.com on Instagram and podcastsandzen.com. Keep up with my journey at Real Matt Andre on Instagram and Matt Vlogs on YouTube. Plug, 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 plug. As usual, shout out to Benjamin Banger. You are listening to his track, Church. 
find a link to his latest album at podcastsansin.com. Would it be anywhere else? Uh, that is it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode with who knows who. So until then, peace, love, and rock on. Okay, so I'm sitting in front of our MacBook where we're recording, and then I, I have our headphones plugged in and a splitter to my phone, <laughs> and and then I have Elena's phone next to us on speaker, and I merge the calls. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs>